Before the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, we were given complete dominion over all creation. When sin entered the human race, our dominion was replaced by a sense of weakness and helplessness. Our need for control and strength has become a driving force to give us security. Join me this week as I share part three in our identity series, Freedom from Insecurity. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. This quote I'm about to share with you stepped all over my toes, but in a good way. In his book, Victory Over the Darkness, Neil Anderson writes this, People attempt to meet this need by learning to discipline themselves or by seeking to control and manipulate others. Nobody is more insecure or sick than controllers. They wrongly believe that they can establish themselves by trying to control and manipulate other people or circumstances in life. In other words, they are trying to play God. The fruit of the spirit is not spouse control or child control or environmental control. It is self-control. Brothers and sisters, I want to confess to you, I was one of those people. Trying to control and play Holy Spirit in the lives of those around me is a surefire way of usurping the authority of Jesus Christ in their lives and in mine. The truth that will help us to overcome manipulation and control is knowing that we are secure in Christ alone. There is no need to control our environment to feel secure. As we've been praying and talking about how, as a child of God, we are accepted, significant, and now secure, my prayer for you is that this has impacted you and your family in profound ways, and that it has helped in walking in victory and freedom daily in Christ. So let's get started. Do you ever feel condemnation? I sure do. In fact, it's one of the things I wrestle with the most. Thankfully, Romans 8, 1 takes care of that issue for me and for you. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. This is part of your identity. I lived so many years under the heavy cloak of condemnation. I would feel condemned by others by words they would say to me. I would feel condemned by God because of things I did or didn't do. Yet every time we believe the judgment of other people over the truth of who we are in Christ, it's like taking that big, long, heavy coat out of the closet on a hot summer day and choosing to wear it around and be miserable. Condemnation is a harsh taskmaster that no one who belongs to Jesus has to labor under. Condemnation also has a traveling companion named false guilt. Feeling guilty over things we have not done will leave us weighed down and unable to move. Learning and choosing to believe the truth that there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus set me free from the burden of wearing that heavy coat around and gave me the ability to kick false guilt right to the curb. 
So let me ask you this question. Do you recognize the lies of condemnation in your life? Let me remind you that part of your identity in Christ is that you are free from condemnation. I am so thankful that God can work all things out for good. Listen to this next verse that talks about our identity. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. That's Romans 8, 28. I walked around in my sin for so many years, even after receiving Jesus as my savior. Yep, you heard that right. After I received Jesus as my savior. There were some very dark times in my life. Every choice I made was not out of a heart of love and obedience for God, but out of my flesh and what I wanted to do. Can you relate to that? When I finally chose to allow God to be the boss of my life, I can tell you that from that moment on, he used everything I went through for my good. Those dark times led me to him and a life of service for him and is the platform I stand on today. Maybe you're going through some tough times right now. They could be of your own choosing or they could be because of the choices of others. No matter what the reason, Jesus can use all those things to work together for your good when you love him above all things. You are secure in him. No matter what you have done or what has been done to you, this one thing you can take to the bank. There is nothing that can separate you from God's love for you. Listen to this from the Bible. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death or life, neither angels or demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. That's Romans 8, 38. Most of us have experienced separation of some sort. The feelings of being separated from someone you love can be excruciating, whether they're from death or a move or discord in a relationship or even a life change. Thankfully, we can rest assured that there's absolutely nothing that can separate us from God's love. Not death or life, angels or demons, not even our own fears and worries or anything we've done can separate us from the incredible love of our Heavenly Father. His love for you comes with no conditions. We are secure in the love of God forever. Have you been wrestling with fear through all the chaos and the confusion in our world today? Fear is from the enemy who does not want us to walk in the power that comes with our identity in Christ. Look at 2 Timothy 1.7 with me. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Fear is always crouching at the door, isn't it? The Bible tells us over and over again that we need not be afraid. I believe it's no coincidence that God reminds us so many times fear is one of Satan's biggest tactics against us. Every day we get out of bed, it seems something will come up throughout the day that will instill fear in us. Fear isn't from God. It's from our enemy. And he knows its effectiveness in distracting us from the power, love, and self-discipline 
that God has given us. Fear robs us of the victory we have in Christ and takes our focus off of him. When you are tempted to fear, remember, it isn't God who is tempting you. The temptation isn't the sin, but what you do with it could be. What are you going to do with fear today? I want to wrap this week up talking about the protection we have in Christ. We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning, for God's Son holds them securely, and the evil one cannot touch them. That's out of 1 John 5, 18. One of the greatest gifts God has given us is our security in Him. We all desire to be secure. Think about babies. Most of them love being securely swaddled in a blanket for the first weeks or months of their life. Even as an adult, we long to feel secure. When Jesus died on the cross and was raised back to life and seated at the right hand of the Father, it restored us to a secure life in Him. The only thing that can make us feel insecure in Jesus is our choice to sin. Today's verse reminds us that as a child of God, we do not make a habit of sinning. Sin separates us from the Father and thus robs us of the security we sense in Him. Confusion of our sin is what will bring us back. Confession of our sin is what will bring us back into fellowship with our Heavenly Father and restore our sense of security in Him. As I wrap up the series on identity, I want to give you a free copy of Neil Anderson's Who I Am in Christ. Looking up and memorizing these verses on who the Bible says you are are sure to set you free. There is a link in the show notes to a PDF that you can download and that you can print. Put these right with your Bible so that you can look at them and that you can memorize them every day. I promise you they will make a huge difference in how you feel about yourself and how you see yourself as a child of God. I pray you have an awesome week this week and that you see God in ways you've never seen him before. Let me pray for you, Heavenly Father. Lord, I lift my brother or my sister up before you right now, and I ask that you would help them to feel secure, to know they are secure, to believe that they are secure in you, no matter what. Thank you that, Lord Jesus, you have rescued us, that you have brought us into safety in you, that you cover us with your wings of protection, Lord. I want to praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.